Welcome to the MPYA podcast. MPYA is a gathering designed specifically for young adults. In this podcast, you'll hear messages from our gatherings as well as conversations that we hope will help you navigate these defining years of your life. We hope you'll join us as we explore practical ways we can follow Jesus in our everyday lives. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram at North Point Young Adults and subscribe to the podcast if you like what you hear. But with that in mind, let's jump into this week's episode. What's up, podcast world? It's Clay. Uh, we got Allie here. Hello. And then Nathan is also with us Hello. as well. Hi. Just the three amigos. The three. Back for another day. Just, We're back. Yep. Well, two amigos and one amiga. Mm, thank you. Is that right? Thank you for giving the proper that's, grammar. That right? That's Spanish. Yeah. However, if we were just talking about this group, it would still be amigos. Right. Because the patriarchy. Ah. Uh, <laughs> okay. You had to go there. Take I'm just explaining. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, uh, what were you watching on TikTok earlier? Yeah, I have a question for the the crew to kick us off. Um, there's this TikTok trend that keeps popping up. And we love a good TikTok. It's around. a right. person and then have to. on the background. I don't even have TikTok on my phone. Okay. So what is that? You be- you're, you're better than me, I guess. Hey, I try to keep up with the times elsewhere. This is why. Real. Why we have you, Allie? Yeah. You I'm, keep us up today. So this is why I'm on Reels. This and- trend that we're doing uh, hasn't made it to Reels yet because Reels is behind. Um, well, my followers are down. The green. There's okay. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to ask you this question. All right, we're ready. Okay, basically it's things that have made my life better, and it's these people and behind them on. The background of their screen is like a note, and it's just a list of things, and they go through to try and influence people and tell them things that they do or things that they have that just have made their life so much better. It's crazy what gets popular. Well, it's so helpful. I'm like, oh, that sounds... It's like all these hats. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, I need that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do they have like their Amazon links that you can buy Probably, yeah. They get paid off of it. Yeah, they do. Anyway, I thought it would be cool and fun if we went around and said like two or three things that we are into that has made our life better. To make other people want them to. I mean, no, just to. Just to. Sh- you know I, what? Hey, you know hey, what? I like fine. It. You guys Sorry. come up with. Sorry, fun I'm in a mood. <laughs> I learn a lot off of what other people. Oh, right. definitely. Like scrub recommendations. Daddy. Yeah. Just recommendations of right. things. Love Nathan on rat. Amazon, whatever top, whatever's top recommended, he's buying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazon's choice. Yeah. It's like the gospel to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Nathan. Okay. okay. What are some things? There's probably a lot out there, but off the top of my head, one is um, goo, which are just like little packets of goo. If you mm. could imagine what Yum. goo is, sounds it's spelled G-U. Like jelly? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, oh, exactly. And they have different flavors. Some are better than others because it can be hard to stomach. But basically. <laughs> oh, God. What are yeah, you selling this right is. now? But it's so worth it because it's for like electrolytes and energy. Uh, and I've kind of gotten into running forcefully a little bit because I have a race coming up. So mm. with running. <clears throat> goo has saved my life, basically. Mm, it's just like electrolytes. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's a lot more in it, and I don't know. But I just know you're supposed to take goo. Mm. So I started doing it. Take goo. You know? I was recommended, 
and it's made my life better That's when I'm running. Has your average mile time gone down? I don't sense good. Well, I didn't have much to base it off of. <laughs> it was either like not running or running. Or running with goo. Exactly. <laughs> he will send me his trails and it's like 13 Stra- miles. I got clay on Strava. Yeah, we on. Let's hey, you Strava. Get on Strava. That's a good one. Ex- yeah, Strava has made my life better. Yeah, that. exactly. I get those kudos. It makes me want to run more. Totally. What is wait. Positive affirmation. Exactly. What you don't is, know what Strava is? No. Clay just got on it yesterday. Allie doesn't run. It's Okay. I don't. People track any. Actually, honestly, people track walks. I they walk, I walk un- a lot. Dude, walk so a lot. many moms track like mom walks on Strava. It's just like a fitness tracking. I'm going to get that. But Social media like, for fitness. I love, basically. he said mom walk and that sold me. Yeah. yeah. You can sold. do like yoga, pickleball, anything what? you want. That's awesome. Um, the other thing is, and this is pretty recent, but Spotify came out with free 15 hours of audiobooks if you're a premium subscriber. Yes. Which is amazing. I'm such an audiobook girl. Yes. That was going to be one of mine. And Audible has always been tough for me because it's pretty expensive. I know. And so Spotify is like 15 hours. That's that's going to last me a month. I'm good mm-hmm. with that. Love that. And is it per it's month? free. Yeah, per month. That's going to save us a lot of money. It is because I stay on yes. audio. It's like made at, uh, Spotify elite over Apple Music. Mm. Like, there's not even a contest. Let's now. go. Clay and I used to get in for real arguments about that. Are you an Apple Music I'm girl? Spotify because I'm uh, not insane. Okay. There, anyway, Clay's converted. I have converted. There's a part of me that wants to be just all Apple. There, I, I get that. I like a consistency. Yeah. Congruence. Yes, but there's some things that I've realized I cannot do that every, yeah. for everything. Like, for a while, I had to use Google Maps because Apple Maps was just so behind. Mm. Still is. Still is. I still like Google better. And then Spotify, yeah. too. I struggle, I struggle with that with the notes, like Apple Notes. Yeah. I want to use it so much, but I think other, like Evernote's better. Yeah. You know? I do use Apple Notes. I'm a big Apple Note girl. I am, too, because the collaboration feature is so and That's much. how we get our groceries. Yes. That's my biggest frustration with Apple Watch is they don't have notes on there. Me, too. At Apple. You know, okay, we got, all right, we got it. I know. Gotta... Yeah. What do you, what's yours, Allie? Mine. Um, or do you want me to go first? I can go. Number one, Olipops changed my life. Really? I am such a beverage girl. So okay. Good. And non-alcoholic. Have you? <laughs> no, that. Sorry, that's that, yeah. No, I love beverages. Beverages <laughs> like coffee. Gotta I'm a clarify. coffee girl. I'm. I love a sparkling water, but I actually don't really love sparkling water that much. I love flavors. The sparkling and so water with a straw. That's Olipop all you need. Olipop is everything. Have you broken? She needs into a fancy straw. Um, yeah. Poppy. I have. I like Olipop better though. Oh really? But I Poppy, like you can like buy more of at Costco. Costco. Yeah. Exactly. But Costco has Olipop now. Did Shout it? out. I yeah. Know that. So Olipop. But only strawberry vanilla. Number one in my heart. I love it so much. Another thing, this isn't something to buy. It's something that I do that has changed my life. Running the dishwasher at night. Mm. No dirty dishes in the sink at night. You wake up in the morning, no matter what you could possibly need, whether that's a bowl or a bottle for (laughs) your child, it's clean in the dishwasher. Yep. Love that. Love that. And then I had one more. Oh, it was audiobooks. Nice. I'm such an audiobook well, person. Now you have to get on Spotify. Yeah, I, I, as we know, I am. And okay. We can't wait. We've been on this too long. I don't think so. Right, I think Clay, we've been on yours? it an appropriate amount of time. Number one is a full focus planner. Uh, oh. yes. There's just something about 
I like writing on paper. I like manual. I like not looking at screens as much as possible. So that has been a huge gift to me because I can just write down everything I need to get done. And then, and write down goals, especially heading into the new year. It's awesome because Mm -hmm. you can set like 10 goals, try to work your way through and progress. It's awesome. Number two, for me right now, I know I'm kind of behind the times on this, but I love an Apple Watch because I just got one and it's been crushing the game for me um, because one, it keeps me off my phone as much off screens again. And two, the run feature has been a game changer because for a long time I was on the whoop. But now I've switched and Apple Watch tells me exactly how far I've run as I've run. And it's incredible. Also, the walkie talkie feature has changed our parenting. Yeah. We just Are you I'm like, like walk? I'm like tap in, I can't do this. <laughs> and then like you tap upstairs in. versus yeah. downstairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's last night I was hilarious. like I need some PJ's stat. <laughs> yeah, it's really helpful. Uh so that's good. So now that we've talked about all the things that I have one more. Okay, well oh. appointed journals. That's it. Yeah, Look that's it great. up. Okay. They're the best. Really? Yes. I don't know. It's about all this. I use. Okay. Well, this is a perfect lead-in because now we've given people all of these things that they're going to want and desire as we head into the Christmas season. But we need to talk about gratitude. Yeah. And that is kind of the opposite of... No, it's not. Uh, well. Our wants and well, needing more. Well, we can more. be grateful for our Olipop. That's so Thank true. Thank you. I am. That's I so am. True. Well, I want to ask the question today... Uh, because this can be very difficult. We are surrounded by things that we want more of or surrounded. Um, and honestly, I think we can even start to feel anxiety around the season uh, of like gratitude because there's so many gifts we got to go buy for other people. There's, It's like, do we have enough money? Can we get what everybody needs or is wanting of us? We can start to feel a lot of pressure around that. And so I just wanted to toss this out. Uh, the question is, how can we be thankful in every circumstance? So in this season, maybe a lot of sadness comes up or a lot of memories of that of people who aren't here anymore or um, things that like we don't get to do anymore. Things just aren't the same as they used to be. There can be a lot of mourning. Um, and so when it comes to the holiday season, there's so much good, but there's also some sadness and different feelings that come along with that. So how can we be grateful or thankful in every circumstance through this season. Mm. Any thoughts? I mean, I do think Thanksgiving is a it's a great time of the year. It's a great holiday all around. Yeah, but I hate it, when it just gets skipped over for Christmas. <laughs> but I do think it's a good time to reflect back on all the blessings um, that we have and that we can be grateful for. But it shouldn't just happen once a year. Mm. You know, like gratitude, as you say, should be a part of our life every day. Gratitude as an attitude. Exactly. Wow. That's good. That'll That's preach. all I have to say for the rest that, of the you're, you're done. And you kind of came in with a whisper. I'm done. All done. Gratitude is attitude. It's like NPR. <laughs> that, that will preach. Thank you. But I do think, it, like you're saying, Clay, in every circumstance, not just once a year at a holiday where we gather with family and eat good food, we need to learn how to work this muscle in our life to be grateful, even when it's really hard. Definitely. Um, and I do think Scripture tells us, there's this verse, First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, Paul says, 
Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And it's so easy to be ungrateful. Like our life is constantly screaming at us how we need more and you want more and you're not enough and we don't have enough and the other person has better and look at them, you know, look where they're at and we're not there, all this. But it's so important for us to be grateful for what God's blessed us with. Yeah. I, when I think of gratitude, I feel like it's one of the biggest weapons that we have in our faith um, because it combats comparison. So good. Um, it combats even like relational tor- turmoil. If you're just grateful for that person and you express gratitude towards a person, mm. so much relational damage can be covered, I think, by just appreciating someone and using your words to appreciate them. But when I think about it, I also, scripturally, it's a very clear weapon against anxiety. Mm. Um, Philippians 4, 6 through 7, probably a lot of you know it. Um, It's literally a formula of how to not be anxious. Mm -hmm. Um, And it says, do not be anxious about anything, which is like, haha, are you going to tell me more? Because that's not... (laughs) helpful. And Paul does. He says, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, present your request to God or let your request be made known to God. Um, And I love that because I think a lot of times when we're anxious and we're like, God, take away this problem. Bye. We're missing a key part, which is thanksgiving. Mm. Um, And so Paul's saying, hey, yes, we want you to pray. We want you to present your request to God. But a really important key is kind of turning your mind away from the problem and turning it to what you do have or what is going well. Um, So this is something that I try and practice a lot, like even in the middle of the night when I wake up stressed out about stuff. It's like, okay, I'm feeling anxious about this. God, okay, your word says that. um, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. Okay, with thanksgiving, God, thank you that you know, we have this house. Thank you that we have food. Thank you that we have the easy things that we do have that we do take for granted. And then it's like, okay, now present your request. I think so many people forget the Thanksgiving part. And it's a big reason why we're like, why isn't our prayer? I don't feel better. Because then it says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. That's a promise. God is saying, hey, if you present your request to me with Thanksgiving, I might not fix your problem. I might not fix the circumstance, but my peace is accessible to you. And it's through prayer and it's through thanksgiving and through gratitude. And so I think when we think about it, we have to realize, yeah, gratitude is cute and it's fun. And let's go around the table and say one thing we're thankful (laughs) for. But at the end of the day, it's a weapon against a lot of the struggles that we're facing. Yeah, I think so much of it is, like you're saying, Allie, identity formation. Because it reminds us, honestly, how big God is and how small we are, you know. And we love to be in control. And oftentimes a lot of the things that we get anxious about are things that are outside of our control that we want to control, but we can't. Um, But what Thanksgiving and gratitude does for us is it reminds us God is way bigger than we can, you know, imagine and that we often give him credit for and look at all of these things 
even the smallest, most basic thing that we take for granted that he's blessed us with, you know? And so, I mean, leave like the smallest stuff, like we have a house or we have an apartment or we have electricity. Mm. We have running water. There's tons of people all over the world that don't have that. Or we have scripture written in our heart language that we can understand and we can know God through it. Like there's so much to be grateful for. I mean, I do think that's a good point because there's, I mean, I just think about young adults who are potentially heading into this season and they're like, no, I don't have anything to be grateful for. Mm. Like there's these, like life's just not going the way that they thought it was going. Life's not like where they thought it would be. And I think in those moments, it's definitely hard to be grateful. I think this is a good reminder. And I do think a big key is starting with the little things and finding those little things, because I think at the end of the day, we all have something to be grateful for. Um, and I and the more that we focus on that, the more we focus on the good, the less we're going to dwell on all of the things that are going wrong, all mm. of the bad around us. So, um, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to ask, what does it look like? Like, we kind of <laughs> thrown out this word or term of, like, practicing gratitude as mm-hmm. a weapon. And, you know, it should be a part of our life. It should be a habit. But, like, what does that look like on a daily basis to practice gratitude? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's – I pretty much wake up every morning and it, I, I begin journaling, like, kind of just what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, what I'm yeah. – walking through what I'm talking to God about. But almost every single morning, I'm starting with, Lord, I'm thankful for these things. And I think you and I have even talked about it before where it's like, I'm just driving in my car on the way to work and I won't even turn on the music. I'll just sit in the quiet and just thank God for the little things, basically all the things that are going well. Um, And I've noticed that as that becomes a practice or a habit, I do become more joyful and hopeful in my life. So- yeah, I think making it a constant practice. I think about um, a rule of life or uh, the daily office or the practice of examine yeah. where you're literally starting with, hey, I'm going to look at the my day. Uh, like at night, I'm going to look at my – think about what I did this day and basically start with being thankful for the things that went well, the things that happened. Because um, we can get so lost and literally dwell on these things that we're – um, that are maybe not going so well or unfortunate, but we can find the things that we're thankful for in a day because um, it's not all bad. <laughs> yeah, I think, and it's the rhythm of your prayer too. That's so good. I think yeah. it's easy. And honestly, this was one of the first things I noticed about Clay when we started dating is he would open up every prayer with, thank you for this day. Yeah. <laughs> really. I feel like I do that same thing. It's like, yeah. dear God, thank you for this day. And we might not even— right really realize it but a lot of us are in the habit of thanking god before we even like jump into the prayer which i think is biblical Um, i mean a prayer for a long time was called give thanks right we're giving thanks i think that's a really i don't i might i'm gonna say this and i don't know if i agree with it but i'm gonna say it so let me know whoa i know i'm a verbal processor sometimes but i don't think you should pray a prayer without any thanksgiving in it yeah yeah no i agree i agree with myself uh, I think that's a really important part. I mean, there's lament prayer, there's bringing totally. your um, problems to God, and that's important. But at the end of the day, like, I think that needs to be in the rhythm of every prayer that you pray. At the end of the day, you'll be better off. I mean, you can be thankful for the suffering. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even when your life isn't going the way you want it to, when you flip it on its head and you are you begin to, like, because, honestly, the suffering draws you closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if that is our ultimate goal, if we are trying to become more like Christ, if we want to be near him, then we can be thankful for the suffering because we're growing more dependent on him. And I think that's mm-hmm. what we see with Paul in the same, in Philippians. It's not the same verse, but later on in 4.13, when he's talking about being content in all things, mm-hmm. it's because he's growing more dependent on God and he's drawing near to him because of the suffering and the bad things going on in his life. Yeah, and, and I, I think about, Allie, what you were saying with the prayer. There's I a long time ago learned um, the acronym ACTS mm-hmm. for praying, kind of a template for prayer, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and then supplication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Supplication is usually what we know of as prayers, kind of asking God <laughs> right. for things. Um, but I love how thanksgiving comes before supplication because we're going to be grateful and thank God for the things that he has blessed us with. And I think it's powerful because it shows his faithfulness. Mm -hmm. Like it gives us a moment to zoom out and be like, no, I've seen your faithfulness in my life. And even if you don't answer these things in the way I'm about to ask, I still know you're good and I have a lot to be grateful for. And I know you're faithful to me. But I am going to ask in faith, like like scripture asks, you know, tells Mm -hmm. us to. Um, but it frames our perspective on that and honestly might change what we're asking for. Totally. I think too, the more thankful we are and the more thankful we become as a way of being, the more we begin to notice what God's doing in the world. Totally. Mm -hmm. That like the more thankful I am for what's happening, the more I start to look around and see what God's doing outside of what's happening to my little world. Yeah. And I begin to... My, yeah, my perspective, my worldview opens up because I'm living a more thankful, grateful life. Well, and I think, too, it it should produce a enlarged heart for the lost and suffering mm-hmm. because we're now more aware, aware of the blessings that we have mm-hmm. and even salvation, you know, like being grateful for salvation every day. That should make our heart burn for people that are lost. And and suffering, you know, if we're grateful for our, the roof over our head and heating, you know, in the wintertime, and we are, like, cognizantly aware of that, my heart is probably going to be more burdened when mm-hmm. I see people experiencing homelessness. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of this beautiful effect of, like, a cause-effect kind of thing. Yeah, so when we think about expressing gratitude, we've talked a lot about expressing gratitude to God. Yeah. But what what else can that look like, being grateful in every day? Oh, I mean, I think a key component to that for me is writing thank you notes. Yeah. That's so good. Like, I, that has become a—and uh, as we're talking about gratitude as well, like, it is a discipline. This isn't just something I, I think that appears in your life. Like, I think it's a practice. I think it's a discipline. And writing thank you notes is— a discipline. Like you're not just going to do that. Who are you writing thank you notes to? Yeah. I mean, I write them. There are times that I try to carve out in my day where I'm thinking, okay, who has helped me this week Hmm. or who has given me something um, or just who can I encourage this week? Really? Like sometimes it can just be a, Hey, thanks for getting coffee with me. Like, thanks for speaking that word over me. I don't know. Like, 
Oh, yeah. I, and a lot of times it's leaders that maybe I go and get coffee with or meet with. And it's like they took that time mm-hmm. to out of their day, out of their busy schedule to meet with me. And so it's super easy to write a thank you note. And mm-hmm. I think when I receive a thank you note, I'm always so encouraged and like I want to meet with that person again. So I think yeah. there's like a you shouldn't do it for that reason. But like, yeah, yeah it's not that hard to write thank you notes. Yeah. I think, too, I mean, I've been challenged in this my own life. I can be better at writing thank you notes to people that I don't know super well. You know, kind of like what you're saying, Clay, like someone in a working relationship or from a leadership standpoint that I was able to, you know, have some time with or whatever. But then I take for granted oftentimes the relationships that are closest to me. I was, yeah. And I, <laughs> I skip that completely. Yeah. But I'll be super grateful for totally. you know, this leader who poured into me and <laughs> yeah. said this. Because it's out of the ordinary. Right. But like the ones that are closest to me, it's just like, oh, well, of course, because they're my family or right. that's my wife, you know, like whatever. And so practicing that is super hard. Oh, and honestly, it can be even a little bit more awkward. Totally. Because it's like, oh, my brother just got a thank you note in the mail from me. You know, yeah. like what in the world? Yeah. No, I think I <laughs> sent my parents a thank you note in the mail recently. But it was really just like, I mean, they've given us so much. Mm-hmm. And also, I think it was just for watching Haven or something. But I think it's cool to send it in the mail. Totally. Because it kind of catches it's them off shocking. guard. Yeah, exactly. It's old school. I love it. Yeah. That's I cool. love the traditional stuff. But yeah, I think thank you notes is another kind of discipline to help mm-hmm. this become part of your life. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I was just going to say, too, I think there's power in... Like there's, a, I catch myself so many times where I'm with that person, maybe right after they like did something for me, they, I don't know, taught me how to do something or helped me with something with a work project, mm-hmm. whatever. And I won't say thank you in the moment. And then I'll go back and text them, which is good. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I could just say, hey, thank you so much for helping me mm-hmm. and taking time and yeah you know, making the sacrifice or whatever. Like saying it in person, I think is super powerful too. Yeah. And I think another, just as we're spitballing here, um, thinking about how, like whatever it is that you feel like you need or you feel like you want in a moment, can you ask the question, if I get that thing, would it be enough? Mm -hmm. Like ultimately, if I received that thing, if whatever came true or happened for me, yeah. Would that ultimately be enough? Or when, once I get that thing, will I just want more things? Yes. Right. Because at the end of the day, you can start to become a little more self-aware and say, is this thing what's giving me joy and hope and happiness? And am, am I just going to keep needing more and more things? Or am I looking to Christ yeah. to find the, the true happiness, the true joy that is everlasting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is so applicable to young adults because, I mean, I lived this and I'm sure so many others are like... God, if you would just give me a spouse, yeah, then I'll be grateful. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big one. And then when that comes, it moves on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. If you would just give me a house or just give a me kid. this job or if I could just land this promotion and then you get the promotion and then you want to be one level higher and you want to be one tier higher on the pay scale. You know, it's like always It's a something. life of discontentment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what gratitude fights against. It's, yeah, it's like Ali said, it's a weapon. Totally. Which right. I really like thinking of it that way. Like, it's powerful. Yeah, yeah. What I like too is I feel like gratitude specifically has been adopted by, like, the non-Christian culture. 
mm. like the self-care culture almost yeah. of like, hey, like people who aren't followers of Jesus are like, here's my morning routine. Gratitude journal. I wake up and I do my gratitude journal. <laughs> Meditation. And I say 10 things I'm thankful for. And I love when I see that because I'm like, that's a biblical practice. But what culture has realized is how beneficial it is. Culture's gotten really good at taking the things of Christianity (laughs) and calling them something else. And I'm like, you're missing missing something. Yeah, the biggest part. I think it's powerful to realize like, okay, we're not just grateful because God tells us to. Totally. We're grateful because it's healthy for us. It shifts our mindset. It's important. It's self-care. So, I mean, I think Like if you really find yourself in a moment of like discontentment, frustration, I'm angry, listing 50 things or like Mm, 100 things, like something huge to where you're going to have to really like, I'm thankful for this blanket. Like I'm thankful that, you know, ridiculous thing or blankets are not ridiculous, but like. Give, letting yourself sit down and carving out a long amount of time to just list out as many things as you possibly can. There's something so healthy about that yeah. oh, and yeah. like mind shifting and your attitude will completely change. Right. Even in like gratitude, like, attitude. Gratitude, attitude. Gratitude, attitude. Yeah. No, I think about that like even the simplest things like with Haven mm-hmm. where it's like, man, I have to go change a diaper. I have to go put her to bed. <laughs> Thank and you just that the digestive room. system is working. Yeah. No, but I can turn it on its head in that moment and be like, thank you for this small amount of time that I totally. give her mm-hmm. right now. So it's like, it is a mindset shift. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you're saying, Allie, like the world has caught on that gratitude isn't just a Christian thing. It's mm-hmm. a human thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's necessary. It's and it's needed. necessary. Yeah. We just, as Christ followers, we know who to attribute that gratitude totally. towards. Ultimately. That's so good. But as far as the practice of gratitude, that's a human thing mm-hmm. that we all need in mm-hmm. our life. Gratefully, we it's know the It's almost like there was a designer. It. Right. <laughs> what? A creator. Crazy. Exactly. Who knew? Yeah. Man, that's awesome. It's a good conversation around gratitude. Gratitude and attitude. That's my motto. I'm gratitude. putting that in my Strava bio. Man. <laughs> Thanksgiving, honestly, top holiday for me. Really? Maybe. It's up there. Wow. Top two? It's fun. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Christmas is hard to beat. It is. Christmas is hard to beat. But I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's going to be good. But We're yeah. thankful for you, whoever yeah, listens yeah. Our audience. to this podcast. Let's go. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, any key takeaways as we kind of wrap it up? I know. I, I mean, I like writing them down. Mm-hmm. I even think about... For you, too, where you've talked about, like, you'll write forgiven over, mm-hmm. like, all the things that— My problems. Yeah, problems. People who have hurt me. I kind of yeah. like making a list of things that you're grateful for and then just writing thankful. Yeah. In yeah. big letters. Over. I know a, a lady who's kind of like a mentor to me. She—the way she journals—she got this from Ann Voskamp, I'm pretty sure. Love. Who had a thousand gifts? Mm-hmm. She started a journal and wrote a thousand things that were gifts to her. That's sick. And now the way that she journals everything— is God, I thank you for. Mm. Love it. Like, it could be, like, the worst thing possible that's happening in her life, but she frames it with, God, I thank you for. And now she did the 1,000 gift challenge, and I think she's on, like, 16,000 now or something. Love it. But I think that's great to kind of frame it. Mm -hmm. Journal. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think my challenge to listeners may be write five thank you notes. Yeah. Yeah. Practical. Yeah, as we head into this season, just five people you can be thankful yeah. to and mail them yes and see what happens get some Fun. stamps you can yeah. get them at it's a great Kroger. time yeah <laughs> well you didn't know 
It's going to be fun heading into the holidays. We love you guys. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the NPYA podcast. To learn more about us, you can follow us on social media at North Point Young Adults or head to our website, northpoint.org slash youngadults. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss one. See y'all next time.